When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Friday, January 5th, 2024, and this is another edition of Football Today. You know that dude, Bobby Skinner from the Talking Giants world. I am Chris Rose, producer Mikey along for the ride as well. I think during our first show of the year, I said maybe January 2nd, 2023. I'm one of those guys where it takes a little time to do the whole 2024 thing, Bobby. Yeah, um, I am that too. So I've been, you know, we did our Tony Award on Talking Mm -hmm. Giants uh, today, which is you know, it's for the, you know, the best Giants reporter. Not, not not sure if you're a good person. And I kept on saying the 2023 award. So I had to, I had to ch- mm. ch- change myself, start saying annual and not year on it. Well, I mean, is it the, but is it the 2024 award or is it the 2023? Because so much of it happened in the 2023 which, season. Yeah. Which is, that's the worst thing about the football schedule is that like, are the Giants the 2000 Super Bowl champions, even though they won it in February of 2008? Or, like, that's right. always a confusing thing. But uh, right, ready to roll into 2024. That would be Super Bowl 42 champions to you. There you go. There you go. Thank I like you. that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here we are, week 18. It has arrived. It's amazing. It seems like we were just kicking the season off 18 weeks ago or whatever. Uh, biggest one could be Sunday night. Could be the last game of the regular season. Bills, Dolphins. Now, if the game isn't for Buffalo's postseason life, which means that either the Jags or the Steelers lost, preserving at least a wild card spot for Buffalo, even should it lose. True or false, that Sunday night's game is more important for Tua than it is for Josh Allen? I think it's more important for Tua because of what it sets up in the first round, right? Like, if they win, they are... What what seed will they be if they win? I think the... The two, they'll be the two seed if they win, and then if they lose, they have to play the Browns. I would assume. And no, 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 no. they'll they'll fall all the way to the sixth seed. Oh, okay. Then they would. So they're playing either the Browns or the Chiefs. I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm picking Miami against either of those teams on the road. So we know Josh Allen is a awesome quarterback, right? Now there's still question marks, but he's in the category of awesome, top of the league quarterback. Two of man, there's there's still question marks. And like the the answers will come on Tua in the playoffs, and we know their records versus good teams this year, Dallas being their their lone win. I think it's huge for Tua. Well, um, so it is that is right that there are still question marks surrounding Tua, in, in part because he's the guy that hasn't gotten paid from that twenty twenty quarterback class. Right, Joe Burrow got his money, Justin Herbert got his money, Tua has not received his money yet. That doesn't mean that the Dolphins don't believe in him. It just means that when they could have paid him, they have decided not to pay him and they haven't worked out a long-term deal with him. But I will say that it's Josh Allen. I think that um, this is a wonderful opportunity for he and the Bills to get their shit straight in a year where it has kind of gone sideways, right? They could lose at least six games and or not make the playoffs for the first time since he was a rookie in 2018 when he was just this little piece of clay that we didn't know what he was going to mold into. Was it just going to be another lump on the spinning wheel or was it going to be something where you were very proud of that you'd want to take home to mom and dad and say, look what I made in ceramics class. And he has become 
this wonderful piece of art, and he still hasn't gotten the Bills to that next step, right? A few years ago, they lost to Kansas City in the AFC title game. The next year, they lost in the game that changed how we view overtime in the postseason. And then last year, they took a step back. And this year, they could take a further step back. And fair or unfair, a lot of that is going to be on the quarterback and why Josh Allen, in a year where half the teams in the AFC are seemingly using a backup quarterback, wasn't able to raise his team to new heights. Here's the thing is, I think Sean McDermott will get the blunt of of that energy. You know, like he, he's he's gonna he's gonna deal with the majority of that of that negative energy that will go towards Buffalo. And I think he can even be fired. You know, he's let go of two coordinators uh over the over the last couple of years. You know, I know Leslie Frazier was a mutual parting, but there was there was issues there. Uh I think I think McDermott would take that heat if they lose this game and then lose in the first round of the playoffs. Um where like yeah, Josh Allen is it's he can he can still grow into like you know another tier I guess like closer to Patrick Mahomes but I think he's safely in that tier of the Patrick Mahomes and then in the Lamar Jackson Joe Burrow Justin Herbert tier except that Joe Burrow has gotten his team to a Super Bowl the rest of those guys haven't and fair or unfair because Lamar we both think is probably going to win a second MVP if he does not get Baltimore to the Super Bowl this year there's going to be a lot of the narrative that could be around Josh Allen that will obviously be around Justin Herbert for a while until these guys do it. Yeah, I just don't buy like now playoff success absolutely matters, right? And we need to see that from Justin Herbert and and team success. But I've seen Josh Allen fall the fuck out in the playoffs, right? And get mm-hmm. his team to the conference championship when, you know, they weren't even picked to really no one was really even picking them to be that good that year. Um so yeah, they haven't gotten all the way, but I do. We look at Josh Allen and be like, is he a guy who can win a Super Bowl? Like I, I, I have no doubts about it that he is a Super Bowl winning cable quarterback, and I, I do think he gets Buffalo there before his career is over. But you will agree that looking at a guy and saying that he can do it, instead of just having the guy do it, I mean, at some point, then that has a shelf life, does it not? <laughs> But I've I've seen him like you know that that division that was amazing. Like that's you know like that's that's amazing playoff performances. Now he's had some you know you know last year versus Cincinnati there was obviously issues too, um, but I just I just think it's bigger for Tua right because although Tua's had a good year right Mike McDaniel likes mm-hmm. him. Would anyone be shocked if they lose this game and then lose in the first round of the playoffs that Mike McDaniel's pull Mike McDaniel pulls a Sean McVay. And says, I want I want something else, right? And I, I am willing to move off of this like the Rams moved off of Jared Goff versus for Matthew Stafford, right? Someone who's gonna be pulling the trigger on some of the things that teams will adjust to us for. Uh, and I can and, and they didn't they didn't and Garrett Goff was paid, right? With Tua, they don't have to trade away a bunch of first round picks. They can right. just simply, you know, you know, they they could they could probably get some picks back for Tua. Um and well, I guess they would have to trade they would have to trade for that first round pick, but they wouldn't have to like have the, the big contract. That's kind of a burden where right. that was, that's what, that's what the golf contract looked like in the Stafford, uh, Detroit trade. That could be fascinating stuff. Uh, yeah. In, you know, another week and a half, we could be having that discussion. All right. Um, it like, is, do you th- let me, like, yeah. do you think Kirk cousins to Miami would be like a, I mean, that's, 
that's a fairly obvious one um, because they got to win. They've got to win with a lot of that talent there. Like, and say, say it's like a two year big, you know, you know, $120 million contract, you know, or $110 yes. million contract. If I'm Mike McDaniel and I, and I still have like, Hey, there's limitations to do this game. I, I might pull the trigger on that. Right. Well, and say, Hey, this isn't my long-term answer here, but I feel like this is a better short term until we can get that. Yeah. Have them picks which is what the Rams did. And by the way, Tyreek, in a story that I think has really flown below the radar, has said that he's not going to play after his deal's up in a couple of years. He said he'll be done. Now, I don't. who knows? Guy could change his mind. But just something to put out there in the um, NFL universe. It is winning in for a pair of first-year starting quarterbacks this weekend. C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love. Which one is a better story if he gets his team into the playoffs? I think it's just C.J. Stroud won because he's the better quarterback. I think we have all have high expectations for C.J. Stroud ever after his rookie year. But it's also like they that Texans team was pretty devoid of talent. And it's being led by their young players, right? And I'm not saying the Texans are going to turn into a team that ends up winning a Super Bowl. But this could be looked at as, you remember when we Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook you know, had that first round series with the Lakers back in the day. And that was like their, hey, that's this is when it started. You know, they didn't end up winning a championship. But that could kind of be it for this young core of the youth of the Houston Texans. You know, Will Anderson as a rookie, CJ Stroud as a rookie, some other young guys on that team of like that pulled the thing out. But that's when they started. Yeah, it's interesting how the narrative surrounding the AFC South has changed from week one to week 18. You know, we thought that the Jags would be waltzing into the playoffs at this time. Instead, they're in a three-way tie. They need to win in order to get in, and if they lose, then either Houston or Indy, the winner of that game, is going to represent the AFC South. So it's very interesting how that has gone. I know that you haven't been as high on Jordan as I have because – I think there's a hell of a lot of pressure. It doesn't seem like there's pressure in Green Bay, but when you have had 30 years, 30 straight years of Hall of Fame production at the quarterback position, like you can't just be some dude that takes it over. And I think he's handled himself great. And he used on the field. Did you know that only Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts have accounted for more touchdowns this year than Jordan Love? And I get it. There's a lot of guys that would have put up great numbers that have been banged up. I understand that whole deal. But still, you have to do it. If he has a decent game, he's also going to get, you know, passed for more than 4,000 yards. And if they beat their rival, which is something, you know, Aaron Rodgers had a win and in at home last year, Sunday night football against the Lions, who hours before found out they weren't making the playoffs, and he still couldn't get it done. So if he gets it done here this weekend... I think it's something to hang his head Oh, yeah, on. there's been good building blocks there for Jordan Love and Green Bay. I don't want to discount that. But I, I just haven't seen the consistency out of him to, like, have any, like, real – okay, like, we, with C.J. Stroud, when we watch him, like, oh, yeah, this this guy's going to gonna be good, right? Like, he – like he we'll be, we'll, be, we'll be splitting hairs on how good is C.J. Stroud compared to other quarterbacks in a couple mm-hmm. of years. With Love is still very much in the to-be-seen where he's going to end, end up. Right, like he's the top ten on anybody's list. So I, I don't want to discount what he's done this year, but is it, is Green Bay like an intriguing watch or like for anybody in the playoffs? 
Uh, I feel like the so name maybe, brand makes it a somewhat, and you know, obviously they have a huge fan base. But, but. I, I start with this: it could be if they end up winning because of what the Rams are deciding to do with their team, and we'll discuss that in a second. It's very possible that it could be a three-six NFC North matchup where the Packers are going to Detroit. Could be interesting. No, you're not buying it. I just, I just, I just, I'm not in on the Jordan Love hype quite yet. Like I know like he's done some good things, but I also think he helped Matt Lafleur's helped him a lot, and I've seen a lot of ugly out there too with him. You know, even coming off of that win streak they had, they, they had the last the couple games after that weren't so hot. And um, like the touchdown numbers, I've kind of learned not like, hey, we know this. Who has like two two of the best rookie touchdown number uh, years are Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones. Now Justin Herbert over over the lead, uh, right? And both of us aren't you know excited about excited about that as fans of those two teams. And Love's not even a rookie, so I just when I watch when I watch Love, I just see so much inconsistency. Mm-hmm. And especially with accuracy, too, which is like accuracy can get better, but it's usually something that you just kind of have or don't. Josh Allen would say that he got more accurate. I agree, right? Like, And I used to be like, you know, Mike Leach, you know, rest in peace, would say you can't, you can't teach accuracy, right. right? And I kind of bought into that. And then guys like Josh Allen, Lamar, and got more accurate. So I, I am not like, a, oh, Jordan Love's not it, not it. It's just I need to see it first. That's fair. And I will finish by saying this as the team that is waiting in the wings for whatever AFC South squad will host my Cleveland Browns the next week, the quarterback I least want to face in that first round is C.J. Stroud. I will say that. So there you go. Uh, Would you be more shocked if Dallas lost at Washington, thus ended up most likely as the five seed if Philly ends up beating your Giants, or if Tampa lost at Carolina, thus costing them the NFC South? Tampa losing to Carolina cost himself the NFC South would be the most Tampa thing ever, which they've done stuff like that. Remember they lost to the Raiders like, you know, 10 years back when they could have went to the playoffs. Um, to me, it just there's just such a talent discrepancy in Dallas, Washington, that that would be shocking, right? And like, I think Sam Howell's going to start too because uh, Brissett got banged up. Uh, it would it would be shocking if Washington was able to pull uh, uh pull it off first Dallas. Yeah, Carolina has has won a couple games here down the stretch. Last week was ugly um, on a lot of parts, owners box and playing field included. Um, but yeah, if somehow Baker, who's not a hundred percent healthy, throws a couple more picks like he did last week, and all of a sudden Carolina's feeling good about themselves and. Like, it wouldn't shock me. Would not shock me at all. Dallas, there's no way they're losing to Washington. Let's remember, they throttled the Commanders on Thanksgiving Day, 45-10. to 10. Sam Howell leads the NFL in two horrible categories. Time's getting sacked. Interceptions thrown. What are two things that the Dallas Cowboys do great? They get after your quarterback. And they force turnovers. And it's going to happen again this weekend. And I don't even know if Ron Rivera makes it past Sunday night. Good dude, but it just hasn't worked out there. I don't think they know what they're doing at quarterback. I think this is an organization that's in flux. They obviously have new ownership. They should start afresh. 
and they cannot wait to get to 2024, and I'm not talking about this Sunday. What show do you think Ron Rivera is going to be on next year? I don't know. Ronnie's a great guy. I don't. Know. I know. I'm, I'm excited for him. I think he's willing to go after. I'm excited for Ron Rivera on TV next year. It's like I, it's mean, not like he's getting fired. Obviously, I'm excited for him on TV. You mean to be a truth teller? Yes, absolutely. Because he doesn't have that big energy that you know a Rex Ryan has. Not that Rex Ryan says anything where you're like, oh my god, but he's you know he's like the cartoonish goofball on their set. So I I think Ron Rivera is going to be one who kind of get like he was. I think Ron Rivera will go down as a as a pretty good coach, right? But he, he's not a great coach, and I think he's mm-hmm. going to say a lot of things that get on people's nerves, like some old school stuff. I, I'm excited for Ron hmm. Ron Rivera uh, to get on TV next year. I didn't think that. I didn't think that. But uh, by the way, if, if we both think it couldn't happen, if Dallas loses and ends up being the seed. And then they have to go to San Francisco in round two after beating Tampa or whomever. And they lose that game. I know this is for a few weeks down the road, but do you think Mike McCarthy's in trouble at all? I think Jerry Jones is a lot more patient when he can control the guy. Right? We saw it with Jason mm-hmm. Garrett, and we're yeah. seeing it with McCarthy a little bit too. I, I actually think Jerry Jones is a lot more patient than uh, than he might have been in, in, in past years. And by the way, Mike McCarthy's about to lead this team with a win to its third straight 12-plus win season, which hasn't happened since those Super Bowl teams in the night. Well, Kellen Moore is, you know, Dak's having his best year, while Kellen Moore, you know, he's out, you know, most likely out of a job in L.A. Uh, you yeah. know, like, they, they got the most out of out of Dak this year. Mm-hmm. The NFL playoffs are approaching. They're damn near already here, and we've teamed up with DraftKings, an official partner of the NFL, to get you closer to the action. Right now, new customers who bet just $5 will get $150 in bonus bets instantly. So download the DraftKings app now and use promo code FOOTBALL today. Fan of multiple teams and want to bet on them all? Combine multiple guests together for a shot out and even bigger payout. If sports betting is not yet available in your state, not to worry. You can still join in on all the fun with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports. Rob, who are you pick? who's your big pick of the week? Rob, who is your pick of the week? Pick. Bills? Dolphins. Dolphins. Miami, Dolphins. all right. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code FOOTBALL today. Bet just $5 in any wager and get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's promo code FOOTBALL today, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You'll be glad you did. All right. uh, Lots of teams uh, sitting their regulars this weekend, including the L.A. Rams, who could either be the 6 or 7 seed. The 16 most likely, as we mentioned, means a trip to Detroit, although that is not locked in. The 7 seed, probably Dallas, like we just talked about. Are you surprised that L.A. is not going for it this weekend in San Francisco? I am, unless Stafford is a little banged up and could use an extra week of getting healthy. Now, he had a couple no-look throws that turned into interceptions last week, which is, I think, why he doesn't get as much love as the Patrick Mahomes. Is Stafford also thrown a lot of interceptions. Hey, your your other co-host, Ploof, is, is boys with him. Is, is Stafford banged up yeah. a little bit? I don't know how much that thumb still bothers him, but he, you know, he is in his mid thirties. He's, he takes a, still takes a ton of shots. It wasn't like early in his career in Detroit where he's like limping to the line with a separated shoulder, but he is still taking a lot of shots. So I am like, uh, maybe Stafford doesn't want to play Detroit, uh, you know, for mm-hmm. obvious reasons, 
But wouldn't you much rather face Detroit than Dallas in round one? I would, uh, considering that no team has won in Dallas, considering that the Rams went there earlier this year and got their doors blown off. Uh, I would much rather take my chances with an inexperienced playoff team in Detroit than one which is very seasoned and has a Super Bowl-winning head coach in Dallas. And just more uh, talented overall. Now, it doesn't mean that if if L.A. plays all of its regulars, even though, you know, it'll be interesting to see how many guys Kyle Shanahan puts out there, right? I mean, we know that Brock Purdy's not starting, that it's going to be Sam Darnold. I think Trent Williams um, will probably get rest. I, I think they're going to rest most of their, their all pros, which is like it, 10 it, of them. And it is a little risky when you're the one seed because then you're going three weeks without playing. And I, I, do, I don't think one week is a big deal because every team's got a bye week during the year. So you come back after a bye week, you feel refreshed. Like all these teams that are sitting teams, uh, the Rams, uh, the Chiefs, the Browns, that are all going to play next weekend, I think it's smart. I think it's smart to sit as many guys as possible. The Ravens and Niners, I could be convinced either way, and I understand why there's a little bit of trepidation there, don't you? Um, I don't know where I stand on Russ' first rest. I really don't, because I feel like one year, it's like, man, they, they rest them, and then the next year, it's like, oh, this guy, they, this team rested, and then they were totally fine. Um, I feel like a team like San Fran, that's full of all pros, and like they're a team that starts the season so hot, I, I I'm fine with that. I I'd rest them, right? Like you hear, I would too. Like I, I I'm not taking a chance of guys getting injured, right? That's to me, Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk being healthy and Trentley being healthy is much more important to make sure of than you know getting you know a couple more reps in. Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's to me that's there is a however a difference between teams that are playing next weekend and a team that's got another bye next week. So it's just. It's always interesting. By the way, it sounds like uh, Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Ernest Jones all sitting. Uh, Joe Noteboom, Tyler Higby, they're banged up. They weren't going to play anyway. So all that stuff is interesting. Uh, we will finish today's show with a question of, is Kyler Murray finished in Arizona? Now, keep in mind, they've got four wins. They currently sit as the number four team in the upcoming NFL draft, but depending on how some other teams do this weekend, they could move up as high as two, I do believe. Uh, Jonathan Gannon, who is their rookie head coach, was on a local radio show out in Arizona and was asked about his quarterback's playing future. Is there any doubt in your mind who your quarterback is going to be for next season? <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> He's your guy. <laughs> I love why, this why, guy, why, why are you laughing? I love this guy. No, there's no doubt. <laughs> you love which guy? <laughs> Number one, our franchise quarterback. Yeah. That's who yeah. I love. All right, so in between the uh, nervous giggle fest that he had, by the way, do you take anything away from that, the laughing? Well, well, Arizona is the team that said, you know, Josh Rosen's our guy. That, that nervous laughter, to me, I do. Right. Where if I didn't hear that clip, I'd say, I think they're going to stick with Kyler. Right. And I just saw transcripts. That nervous laughter to me makes me think they're actually considering quarterback like pretty heavily. I am. I think this is as fascinating as the Justin Fields deal. Right. The difference is, is that Fields hasn't received his money. Kyler has. He signed what? Five for 230 in 2022. Then he had his ACL. 
when he came back midseason, he has shown flashes of brilliance, right? Like the first game back, he had a huge 13 or 14-yard run, which set up a game-winning field goal, I believe. Last week against Philly, let a come-from-behind victory when they were down a couple of scores, three touchdowns, just one pick. He ended up completing 13 of his last 14 passes. But the same questions still surround Kyler Murray, some of which we've forgotten about. Like that clause in his contract that says that he needed to study a certain amount of time, that he's still 5'10", he hasn't grown anymore. Like you need to figure out, is this the guy that can push the Cardinals eventually past the Rams, Seahawks, and Niners in that division and get them to where they want to go? Like I, I think there's a serious question about that. I think Kyler went from overhyped to now he's uh, overrated to now he's underrated because, you know, mm. the injury I thought kind of gave people like, oh, look, short guy doesn't last. You know, that playoff game versus the Rams was bad. Um, I hope that they do stick with Kyler and unless they get like the first pick, right? They have their choice, but Kyler's proven to be a good quarterback, right? Now they're still not in the top tier, but still proven to be a good quarterback. And I don't think there's anything wrong with the Cardinals being like, hey, well, we're going to take the best player available after these two teams take quarterbacks. We're going to take Marvin Harrison Jr., like, which I think would be like, you know, might be the best wide receiver like prospect we've all s- ever seen, uh, at least in like the last 20 years. Like, I love Jamar Chase, right? Jamar Chase, was, like, I would have done anything for Jamar Chase. I like Marvin Harrison Jr., like a good bit better. Mm. Uh, I, I, th- I think the Cardinals should stick with Kyler instead of kind of entering the QB lottery, because we at least know Kyler's a good quarterback in the NFL. It's just how how far is he able to take them. Right With Fields, I still think there's questions if he's a good quarterback, and the Bears have the first pick and not the third pick. Okay, so the things going for Kyler, in, in my opinion, are that the Cardinals have 11 picks coming up in the draft, including a, an additional first-rounder that they got from Houston. They have three twos. They have their own. They have Houston's. They have Tennessee's. They have three fives. They can get better in a hurry. They need to continue to build that offensive line. I know that Paris Johnson has started every game. I don't know how he's played. He was a top 10 pick a year ago. But they need they need to fortify. Certainly the middle of that offensive line has, has been a mess at times. They don't have a good corner. They don't have a good receiving core at all. So th- there's a lot of parts, but I think that they can, if if Monty does a nice job drafting this year, they can kind of fix some of that stuff. The question I've got for you, let's play the quarterback game. Where does Kyler sit? He's not a top 10 quarterback, in my opinion. So I'll, I'll, I'll look at the teams right here, and I'll just tell you which quarterbacks I like more than him. Justin Herbert won. Um, let's see, nobody in Las Vegas. Kirk Cousins. Uh, well, you're you're doing this exercise all wrong. You got to go by division. Just go by AFC East. Josh, well, I was looking at Tankathon, so I'm I'm going oh, through the worst teams to the go first. Tankathon. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow, Lamar. Uh, Dak is tough, but this year's been good for Dak. Uh, really, you you think that Dak is not better than Kyler? Would we have said that two years ago? But I'm not asking you two years ago. I'm asking you today. No, nah, I would take Dak over over Kyler. I would. Yeah. But I think Jaylen it's closer Hurts. than people give it credit for. Josh Allen, Stafford, Trevor Lawrence. Um, would, you, would you take Jalen Hurts? 
Yeah, I would. I think Jalen Hurts is, is pretty damn good. I think he's I think he's hiding some of the uh Phillies issues on, on offense this year and last year. You can say, Oh, well the surroundings. Okay, he operated perfectly. But every Mexican just just run stuff on per- perfectly on accident. All right. Would you take uh CJ Stroud? Yeah. Okay. I mean, like you we've already named ten guys. Yeah, he's right? not top ten. But at the same time, like the quarterbacks are getting better to where like not being top 10 isn't the biggest indictment either in the world. Like, there's still good quarterbacks who aren't top 10. It's just, you know. Okay. And here's the thing. So, I think if they were picking first, I think it's more of a question. But they're not going to be picking first. Um, and like you said, they have all those picks. And it's not, it wouldn't be a good landing spot for a quarterback anyways. I would stick with Kyler. No, man. This is a tough call. This is a tough call. Because now you need him to play as a – you know, $45 million a year quarterback. And I don't know if he's got that in him. I really don't. It's been okay. They have a lot of picks. I, I agree. But here's if now, here's the only way. If the quarterback that they have, like they should evaluate quarterbacks, right? Not don't just ignore them. Like do their due diligence and, and go d- deep on all these guys. If the guy who they have rated number one just falls to them, then yes. But if not, uh, I think they should just take best player available, which will most likely be Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. I think they definitely need that. Um, all right. How are you going to be watching this weekend? Uh, so my most appointment watching is Jay Glazer to figure out who the Giants will be firing uh, at coordinators this this year. And then, uh, yeah, I'm 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 going to do red zone this week. I want to see a little bit of everything. Uh, I'm going to be charting for the Giants draft position and taking you know the playoff stuff. And then, uh, then I we we eulogize the Giants season at four twenty five, because just the 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 chance that the Cowboys might lose to the Commanders put us at four thirty. Well, at four four twenty five, my Cleveland Browns will just be finding out where they're going to be heading next weekend, most likely on Peacock. So that's uh, that's how it's going to go. Peacock, I know. Well, they've got uh, another time, anyways. I'm excited for it though. I'm excited. I'm I'm rooting for your Browns to go to the Super Bowl. I just want you to know that before we get in this playoff run, I am rooting for the Browns to make the Super Bowl. I love you. I love you, Bobby Skinner. That away. Everybody enjoy week 18. Have a good, safe weekend. We will reconvene on Monday where we're gonna have a lot of playoff news. We're gonna have a lot of coaching news. We will we might even have to do a Tuesday. Maybe let a whole day shake out before we do, right? I agree. We should do like you know, uh, we can't do a playoff preview, but like, hey, how did the you know the important games run out? We don't, you know, we don't have to make it long, and then do a Black Monday recap yeah. on Wednesday because there's some firing sometimes happen on Tuesdays too. You know, some teams wait, so yep, maybe Wednesday we'll get in a who got fired episode. Yeah, a bonus issue. That's what happens is this time of year. For producer Mikey and Bobby Skinner in the Talking Giants world, I am Chris Rose. Enjoy your NFL. Thanks for tuning in to football today.